Hey everyone and welcome to Just Drink About It, a podcast where we talk about semi-controversial issues with zero research. I'm Joe. And I'm Sean. And today we have a very special topic for you guys, handpicked from the Garden of Eden itself, because we found it. It is simulation theory. Are we, or are we not, living in a game of The Sims, or are we all Keanu Reeves, finding our own pathway to our own Morpheus? Morphei would be the plural for Morpheus. Morphei. Morphei is the plural for, for Morpheus? Yes. That's good to know. Because there has to, there has to be more than one, right? Yeah, dude, of course. Yeah. Neo wasn't the special one. He was just one dude that kind of woke up. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, on a more appropriate note, Joe, what, Joey, what are, you, what are you drinking right now? <laughs> I am drinking a Coors Banquet. The tall boy. The tall boy? For our, for our past predecessor and friend, Devin. In memoriam. R.I.P. To Devin. While he is actually physically alive, unfortunately... Mm. He is dead to us because he was too lazy to figure out how to record a podcast. Also, no, he just the microphone, you know, <laughs> not the best sound quality. He had other shit come up. He can't do it tonight. We were all excited, and he bailed on us. But anyway, that's okay. Let's uh, let's our give own silence to Devin. Fuck you. Okay, yeah. we're done. So simulation theory. Oh wait, you're not gonna ask me what I'm drinking. Oh, I apologize, Sean. Fuck me, right? What are you... I'm a horrible host. We haven't done this in a while, so forgive me. What are you drinking out of that sweet blank coffee mug? Uh, oh, the well, the coffee mug says bay. Um, not blank. Didn't... One side's blank. Oh. Uh, but I'm drinking an Imperial Russian Stout, um, Stone Brewing 2016 release for this special occasion. Oh. Because I thought Devin was going to join us, but... Is that really why you opened it? He's dead. So, oh, Devin's dead to yeah, me. yeah, he is dead. Dead to me. R.I.P. Um, so, simulation theory. So, the simulation hypothesis, you know, is the modern equivalent, I guess, to an idea that we've been floating around as as a population for a while. Um, you know, back when the internet became popular and when people started using computers... It's been a conceivable idea that if we could simulate life, or if we could simulate something like life, then why, too, can our life not be a simulation? Um, it's kind of this like external application of what we perceive to be a potential reality. Um, and we're here to talk to you about why maybe we're in a simulation, or maybe we're not. I don't know. We don't know. This is speculation. Yeah, we have no fucking idea. And <clears throat> this is backed by zero research and 20% hearing interviews of Elon Musk proclaim that we are living in a simulation. Right. If Elon but, Musk says it, it must be true, right? Yeah, but the whole basis and theory behind it is that if we have, as a society can run a program or even simulate life, that is indicative of the fact that we are living in a simulation. Because if we can recreate what we, you and I's day-to-day is like, or just the life in and of itself, that in theory proves that we are in a simulation. Right. Like, I don't know if you've seen that um, Black Mirror, that San Junipero episode. 
Uh, is that the one where when they die they yes, go to they a go into the land? The the singularity, yes. yes. Yeah. And yeah. that was one take. That was actually a really good take on it. I did enjoy that episode. That was a very interesting episode. Um, yeah. and Black Mirror plays around a lot with copied consciousness and um, kind of trying to break down the conception of what the consciousness is and um, which one, if you can duplicate it or simulate it, is the most real. Um, and I think that speaks a lot to simulation theory because one thing that's a philo philosophical argument or I guess a philosophical thought experiment within this kind of realm of ideation is if you can simulate a consciousness is it just as worthy as your own um, and if not then if your consciousness is a simulation then why wouldn't it be just the same uh, why wouldn't yeah, totally. it hold the same weight in the grand scheme of things um mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see Black Mirror looking at that and kind of creating this analytic um, in in the form of film. Yeah, no, Black Mirror's definitely played around with that and the pitfalls or the foreseeable pitfalls of hyper-advanced nations and technology and all that. But digressing back to simulation theory, what, Sean, in your own personal experience, what makes you think we're not just a game of The Sims? What makes me think we're not, or maybe I think we we're are both. Like I mean, the only reason. Okay, what I was getting at is that tagging on to what you said about how Black Mirror plays with copy consciousness and how that is worthy or not of just the real reality of it all is saying that the only reason this f we <clears> think <throat> this is real is because it feels real. Right. Right. We we have no actual tangential proof of what is real. And for the listeners out there, I'm doing air quotes while I'm looking at Sean directly in the eye. <laughs> Seeing his vinegar strokes, it's fantastic. But the only reason we think this is real is because, for one, it's all we've known, and because it feels real. So if we can simulate that realness, just like in VR today. Here's... Like that, here, the, oh, go, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, continue, you're fine. Oh, here's my philosophical take on this. Um, <laughs> I want to say... Our idea of what's real is based on what we've experienced within our lives, right? We can't conceive of anything outside of our lives, outside of the experiences and knowledge that we've gained while we've been alive, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I don't think it's really for us to say what's real and what isn't real. I think that there are cues and clues to tell us... Um, to point us in a direction to say whether or not there's a creator that made a simulation um whether it's some like fat nerdy fourth dimensional being who is sitting on his computer and like writing lines of code and shit and just happened to write a self-stimulating uh, artificial intelligence that yeah. has the capacity to create some sort of intelligent life um, with consciousness. <laughs> by and, accident? Yeah. yeah. Either that or, um, you know, I, uh, we only have the context to view through which we've experienced in the past, if that makes sense. Um, mm. Yeah. But, with that said, those cues and clues 
I think we can look at, like, I don't know if anybody's heard of the Mandela effect, um, Berenstein Bears and the way that's spelled and shit. Like um, Nelson Mandela? Yeah, so the, the conception is that um, a lot of people thought that, and I think this is what it is, if it's not, fuck me, I don't care. Um, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> fuck me. The conception is that a lot of people thought that M- Nelson Mandela died in prison. Um, and it was, like, a really widespread understanding for a lot of people. Um, but in reality, he was released from prison alive, you know? Oh, like, people, he was in prison so long, people forgot about him? I think that's what it is, right? Like, it could be that. Um, but what it could also be, and what some theorists kind of allude to, is that, um, it could be that there's multiple timelines um, or it could be that it's a glitch in a simulation, um, which obviously Matrix plays into a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But deja vu. So there's there's yeah. if it's a glitch in the simulation, and for those listeners that can't see me, which is all of you, I'm doing air quotes to Joey as I look at him. Uh, if it's a glitch in the simulation, then um, you know who's to say that we're not just using that as an explanation for something that we don't know anything about. Well, okay. But just two words, my two cents on the Mandela, Mandela effect. Mandalas are those things. Yeah, the Mandala effect those? is different. That's fractals, dude. <laughs> that's another reason we might be in a simulation. Yeah, but I feel like that's just a cop-out because people forgot about him and people are playing or, well, they're, the conspiracists, the... Um, what is his name? Alex Jones? Yeah, the frogs are gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah the um yeah, yeah. I the feel like guy. it's those guys, those those people playing on the fact that people forgot that um he was in prison mm-hmm. and then when he was released they preyed on the fact that everyone was so enthralled about him being out that they took advantage of everyone's vulnerability, would you say? Yeah, I feel like that's the right word. In or everyone's um, agreement, or everyone's joy in him being let out—that they preyed on that fact in order to justify their own. It's the whole um, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Because these people were like, "Hey, they're just finding reasons to support what they believed and pushing that onto each other." But anyways, sure. That's I mean, the well, simulation. It extends past. I mean. I mean, we're in the Nelson Mandela effect realm now. Um, it it extends past, you know, Mandela dying. Um, it also extends into other areas like the Berenstein Bears. People remember it being spelled differently than it was. Um, but that can also be attributed to false memory. Um, it could well, be attributed mem- to, to the way that people learn language and learn how to spell and phonetics. And- Memory is also very subjective. It could change the color of the car. It could change whether the car smashed into you or bumped into you. Memory is very subjective. It's not objective. Eyewitnesses are seen as the strongest witnesses you can have, but at the same time, they're the most subjective witnesses you can have because they can either throw you under the bus or help you out of some murder suit or anything like that. Right. I mean, memory is subjective to... um outside stimuli that 
can change it. Uh, every time you it's remember something... It's all about something, perception. Yeah, I mean, every time you remember something, you're remembering the previous time you remembered it. Uh, so it's like yeah, a game of telephone. Just like uh, you're not... When you, when you miss someone, you're not missing that person. You're missing the memory of them. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's because some, they're not the same person. You're missing some, what uh, the last thing you the last thing you perceived about them. Wow. That's news to me. And I think that Oh, that is, is it? I think that that's yeah, very that important sh- news. That shit that shit fucks me up all the time. Oh yeah. I'll hear those things I'm like, fuck. You know this might be a topic for another episode, but I was thinking last night about how uh you really don't know anybody but yourself. Um, and the only person that we all know is ourselves and we could talk more about this in another episode Um, but that also I'm going to think for a minute about how this plays into simulation theory because I think it does I think everything does really if we're talking about the structure of our reality no definitely the simulation theory isn't is more of a question it isn't a question of whether or not we're living in an actual simulation it's whether or not the reality that we perceive is real like if that makes any sense yeah am i doing but then we get down to the question of metaphysics and what is reality and what's defined as reality well Um, reality is just what you and i are experiencing now right and who's to say that our experience is programmed or not well, that's the thing. We wouldn't know because if we're in a simulation, everything's perfectly coded. Yes, there are quote-unquote glitches, but the glitches were are perceived to us as deja vu or as things, not necessarily as a significant glitch, but as something that we have remembered differently or something that we thought was one thing but is another. Just like you and I have had the same ex- – well, have been at the same event and have had completely different experiences true so to say that we're living in a simulation as we understand what simulations are um is to Mm -hmm. say that some being outside of our realm of reality yeah is capable of computing something strong enough to create not only experiences and perceptions and and databases of memory for each and every one of us for every conscious mind um and and saying that is it's not just referencing humans and animals i mean we don't know if there are any other conscious minds in the universe we don't know if well technically we're the only ones right i mean but do we know that no no, no not not for a fact we don't know if cows have the same conversations that you and i do Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, so, I mean, obviously this goes into, this ties into simulation theory, too, a little bit. This is like, we don't know who's perceiving what. Uh, it could all be based around you. Like, this could all be a simulation for you, alone. Like, each of us could okay. have our own simulation run by somebody else. Um, and then, I mean, in theory that would make sense, right? Because we're... Yeah. limiting the amount of memory that it would need to to process um but at the same time it's that's kind of a stretch to say that our universe is based around us alone and it's a little bit egotistical 
Oh, it's so narcissistical. But uh, is narcissistical. Anyways, I'm coining that term now, narcissistical. But uh, I was listening to another podcast. And I'm sure, as you know, and as all of our listeners, the whole the whole half of one, whoever clicks on this for two seconds, <laughs> listens to our bullshit <laughs> intro and just decides to turn it off, that's fine. Uh, we love you. Uh, <laughs> we love you. Um, but um, I was listening to this other podcast, and they were saying that um, Elon Musk has been a great purveyor of the fact that we're living in a simulation, and that only... That only is becoming of the fact that he has all this money, that he doesn't have to work in a coal mine or work in some shit job. He has the time to think about all these other things. Like he right. has the money, he has the time, he has he has the resources to luxuriously and leisurely sit around and ponder all these questions about the universe, and that the only reason he is allowed to think about that that in that manner is because he has the resources and that a coal miner in wherever coal miners are i'm i'm being very ignorant right now um <laughs> that um coal miners and the people who dig latrine trenches or outhouses shit like that don't go home and think man i'm in a fucking simulation because their life isn't that good enough to allow them to think or their quality of life they don't have the necessary resources to be able to put food on the table and pay for everything so they can afford themselves that luxury of thinking mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i think is absolute bullshit honestly i, I mean, mean it makes sense it, it makes it sense. comes down to education right and exposure well that's, yeah that's yeah definitely but it, because a coal but miner could be time, in the mine all day mining but also thinking yeah like action fit Physical labor doesn't necessarily inhibit thinking. It inhibits documenting. It inhibits recording um, that information. But I think people, oh. tradesmen, oh. that's a um, if you and we'll go off your example of coal miners, like coal miners are mining coal out of necessity for their lives. They they need to mine coal. And like, at the, nobody at the stake of their lives. Yes. Nobody grows uh -huh. up and wants to be a coal miner. Sorry for any of our coal miner listeners. Um, <laughs> But, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's birthed from necessity, and I think it comes down to the fact that Elon Musk has been around big thinkers. He's a big thinker himself. Um, it's not that he has the time to think, because you can think whenever you want, unless you're doing laborious, painstaking thought experiments for your job. Um, so, uh, uh, I think it, yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, I call bullshit on that because, I mean, I'm no Elon Musk, but also I'm no coal miner. And yet, I mean, suffering and struggle is subjective. Yeah. In the sense that, in the sense that I don't know what it's like to work in the coal mines, but I also don't know what it's like to have the resources of that of Elon Musk or any of these simulation purveyors. Sure. Um, and I'm nowhere near better off than the coal miners, which is what I'm which is what I'm getting at is that Oh, well. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. And that's the basis of this podcast. We don't know. We're just talking. Yeah. 
Yeah. We're comfortable with saying that we don't know, and that's the really big thing. And I feel like people have, well, society at large has lost that comfortability with saying that I don't know. It's okay to not know. Um, probably good to not know, actually. I think if we knew, we'd probably not want to know. That'd be a lot scarier. Yeah, but it would to, be pretty scary to know. To know? Yeah. To Ooh. know. Yeah, dude. To that know? Would Fuck that. that would be terrible. Uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I've been... I, I know we're talking about simulation theory and not <clears throat> to get into too liturgical um, topics What does that here, word mean, I feel Mr. Like... Lawyer? Liturgical? I guess I could Google it. Oh, well... <laughs> Google it right now. I, w- I wasn't saying litigious. Liturgical, relating to liturgy or public worship. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> no, anyway, go I, on. What, the, <laughs> the idea that I've been playing with was that we are both in... How do I phrase this? I, in my head, I phrased it as heaven and hell at the same time simultaneously. Purgatory. But that, well, no, no not even, purgatory isn't, purgatory isn't heaven and hell. Purgatory is the middle where you go after you die when you're waiting to be judged. Oh, okay. And Catholics so, invented purgatory, so purgatory so doesn't like, exist. So purgatory is um, after your life has expired in the simulation, mm-hmm. it's the file you go in um to be sorted it's the archive file yes you're not good you're not you're not exponentially good enough to go to heaven and you're not bad enough to go to hell you're just we haven't got to you yet i want to say that when i said uh purgatory is the archive file my screen went black for a second oh shit i don't know if you saw that That i did see that they're watching us they're watching oh you saw it so that means it was real that That means it happened that means i didn't imagine that which is scary does that mean it's real or is it a glitch in the simulation that means it's a collective experience uh and when you have more than one perception experiencing the same thing that means it's real in our context of real so that's interesting no but but yeah that is very interesting we'll play with that a little bit later but what i was getting at is that and to supplement our whole simulation conversation was that things can't be 100% good. Because if one thing is everything, then everything is nothing. If one thing is everything, then everything is nothing. Yes. But wouldn't everything be one thing? Well, because everything is that one thing, that thing ceases to exist. Just like if everything causes cancer... Nothing causes cancer. Cancer just happens. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. So it's almost yeah. as if the fact that everything being that one thing or everything causing that one thing negates its importance. Exactly. It, yeah. and, and it's not you becoming desensitized to it. It's not you... Um, yeah, it's not, it's not becoming such a common thing that you forget it because that thing's still happening. It just beca- it ceases to exist. Because if everything's that one thing, then nothing's that one thing. Interesting. And, okay. I mean, and this this supplements our um, simulation theory because if we were in a simulation, 
we have to be convinced that it's not a simulation, right? Or else sure. then we'd catch on. Then we'd catch on to it, and then it would be like that one movie made in the '90s, the Thirteenth Floor, I think. Thirteenth Floor. It's about yeah, or the yeah, it's something like that. It's about simulation. It's like it's like the Matrix before the Matrix, but it's not the Matrix. Okay. It's Thirteenth Floor. That or the Truman <laughs> Show. Ooh, that or that one with um, Will Ferrell. What was that one movie? Stranger uh, Than Fiction. Oh, I didn't see that. But Will Ferrell is a dick, so I. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no, but what I was playing with is that if we really, I mean, and we don't know what happens when we die. We've talked about this at length on other podcasts. So listeners, feel free to go through a back catalog of all of one episode. <laughs> uh, it's like three. Um, uh, it's like two. Yeah, it's like two. But yeah, it's like two. Um, but <clears throat> we can't. I mean, if we die and we go to the promised land, whatever that means for all of our listeners or whatever you believe in, things can't be a hundred percent good. You can't be a hundred percent happy because then you will cease to be being happy. Because even just you and I right now, we're sitting and talking. We're not hopefully not feeling any pain or no one's hurting us right now right no but that can but that contentness that okayness of sitting here is still suffering because we're not feeling anything good i'm feeling pretty good well yeah i understand what you're saying the absence of good the absence of being the absence of being happy is suffering contentness Mm -hmm. isn't being happy contentness is being content suffering is suffering happiness is happiness right so the lack of both the two the absence of both of the two is still technically suffering because you're not feeling elated you're not feeling joyed you're not feeling super happy because all these good things are happening and if all these good things kept happening you would cease to stop you would cease to be feeling all those good things because it's just a constant re-roll of the same happiness. We need suffering to gauge our good feelings. Yeah. There is no dark without the light, yin yang. That yeah, kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um Which plays into my theory of the fact that we need the bad with the good to keep convincing us that we're playing some game or that we're in a simulation or that someone's pulling the strings on a computer writing a line of code making us think that we're feeling these things that we're not actually feeling it's just what we perceive as real yeah i mean do you know what the uh you know what yin yang and and positive negative and and that reminds me of uh zeros and ones interesting right? oh whoa. shit whoa Woo! crazy wow how, how long have you been sitting on that one uh five seconds uh um, oh, okay yeah I, I felt like you had that in your back pocket and you just pulled that out to surprise me. no that was just a connection i made <laughs> briefly and immediately uh yeah you know maybe the the early taoists were were onto something with simulation theory um so uh, you know maybe Maybe we're Possibly. just lines of code. But at the same time... Maybe we're lines of coke. Maybe we're lines of coke. Oh, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> hey, my mom listens to this. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. so... Lines of coke. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, man, maybe we're just lines of code. But then we get into quantum computing, and if that's a technology that we're approaching, and if we're in a simulation and we're approaching that technology, then who's to say what's extended beyond that or what's existing outside of this simulation? Um, what kind of technologies are producing this? What kind of technologies are producing such a generative artificial intelligence that's so widespread? Um, but also, you have to kind of you have to kind of think of uh, yourself maybe as an infinitesimal, infinitesimally small being. Um, imagine the size of our universe. Imagine the size of everything within it. And, and I don't know if you've ever seen these YouTube videos, but some of them start out with, like, the size of the largest star. And then it, it marches down from the largest star to the fifth largest, uh -huh. whatever, to the sun, to Jupiter, to Earth, to the atom. It's fucking crazy and mind-blowing. I've seen those. But imagine... Yeah, they're really Imagine crazy. the size of the universe, right? Like, this unconceivably infinite realm... And then imagine yourself within that, and then imagine how tiny your perception is, um, and then imagine that whole thing being tiny in comparison to whoever maybe programmed it. Um, our measure of yeah. information may be just infinitesimally small. Um, we might be the equivalent of a kilobyte on somebody's hard drive. You know, maybe quantum computing, yeah, uh, which they've already broke through on, which we don't have the resources to, um, I guess, harbor in a sort of stable application. It allows for, I want to say, the equivalent of a calculation that would take 20,000 20, years on a normal computer. A quantum computer could do it in. I think 10 minutes, and that those figures might be off, but it's something similar. Um, quantum computing is yeah. insane, and it's something something that if we conceive of and something that we can stabilize, we could, without a doubt, without any problem, simulate a universe similar to ours. But the real question here, Sean, is how fast do you think those supercomputers can mine for bitcoins? Instantaneously? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Google. So, um, Google made a breakthrough or a stride in quantum computing a few weeks ago. Did they really? And yeah, really? and Bit Bitcoin dropped hundreds. Bitcoin dropped a lot. Um, I have some stock in crypto. Oh, dude, dude. Yeah, I'm fe I've had it for a few years. I bought it and I'm just letting it ride, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, that's how you play the stock market. Yeah, it's not really also, the stock market, but. I mean, but yeah, it is. Well, uh, well, yeah, no, technically, yes, it is. But I'm not trading on the New York floor, buying stock in Apple, you know. Sure, I mean it's it's still publicly tra publicly traded, so. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. It's a secret. Anybody, can buy Bitcoin. Yeah, you yourself can own a piece of code that doesn't exist. But 
I can't help but feel like, I mean, what we've talked about, simulation theory, Elon Musk, all that fun stuff. I can't help but feel like this is just a fucking game. Oh, 100%, dude. Yeah, we're in a simulation. Like, not... not I'll say it. Well, <laughs> I, I honestly think we're in a fucking simulation. So to... Like personally, like, not... Go ahead, sorry. Not like in a, not like, not like in a sense that... Uh, we're die. We're just gonna be reincarnated into some layer of code or whatever. But I mean, I'm not necessarily religious. Okay, I'm not at all. But at the same time, this—I mean, if we look at the universe, this my consciousness, my own personal consciousness, me seeing you, me recording this podcast, us talking about these things—is so minuscule towards what's actually going on. And we've only had people for, in the grand scheme of things, a couple thousand years. Like, us living in houses, us having indoor plumbing, us living in separate rooms is so brand new. The fact people, it's just so brand new. It's so... I I wouldn't say the fact of, like, I I wouldn't say people are brand new, but I would... I would say um, the congregation and, and the, the large-scale architecture um, and city building and oh, permanence is brand new. I mean, Katalhuyuk, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, What's it was his name? In, huh? What's his name? Katalhuyuk. It was the first... It was the first settlement that humans built um, as kind of a permanent dwelling in Turkey. And that was in 7500 BC. Um, 70, okay, 7500. So 7500. 7500 plus uh, 2019 is, you know, 9519 years ago. So almost 10,000 years ago. Holy fuck. But, but so in the grand scheme how, of things... That's how long this typology has been occurring, which is not a lot for not the billions that long. of years that not that long Earth has been around. Um, what computers have been around for what 20, 30 years? Well, the internet is it just turned 30, 30 years yeah. old. Computers have been around for probably around well, seventy years. Um, and yeah. then if you go back to ancient computers, like they, they've had mechanical computers and stuff like that, but nothing like that can, ab- like the abacai, like all that fun stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. just us, us being at me, Sean, me being able to see you from a remote location in my house has only existed for so long. Yeah. And we, we look at that in comparison to how long we as a people. So 7,500 BC to now which is only 10,000 years, and then we compare that to the billions of years this Earth has supposedly been here. That's insane. Right. And to, So I'm going to bring um, a little bit of perspective into, uh, I guess, perception and how it relates to simulation theory. So, Joe, you and I have been sitting here talking over a telecommunication device for about 40 minutes, 50 minutes. Um, I can see I can see you you can see me we can hear each other um, we can communicate that green light, and, man. Uh, but in reality as we know it we've just been sitting alone in a room 
speaking to our souls. Oh, so, shit. and then for whoever's oh, listening fuck. to this episode, you've just been sitting here for probably about 30 minutes listening to us speak. Well, 30 um, seconds, because people just click on this shit. They don't actually... Sure, yeah. It. Okay, so if you're a devoted listener, one of the two, uh, <laughs> you've been listening to this for about 30 minutes, and uh, you've been listening to us talk, and you've been in a different setting completely. Um, but who's to say that what you're listening to, the things that Joey and I are saying to each other, um, who's to say that that's not real? Who's to say that that's not your reality? Who's to say that your perception holds no weight, even though it's not what's directly around you um, physically? And I think that in in the simulation theory holds a lot of weight because uh, simulation theory is about perception. It's about what we see and feel and experience. And I think when it comes down to it, all of reality, all of life is about that experience that we hold personal to us and that shapes us and that we live through um so yeah that's just a little bit of a little bit of a uh, uh, mind-altering scariness for you that's crazy dude <laughs> yeah because no, no no with all seriousness without me looking at you without you being able to hear what i'm saying right now i'm talking to myself yeah exactly i'm and no, even when I create this into one final product, it isn't you and I talking. It is you responding to what I'm saying and me prompting you with questions. And I have to conform that into a single product. Right. So it's you're, It's not you talking to me. It's you talking to yourself, and I'm happening to hearing it. Yeah. and then I happen to in... hear it. That, that enters the realm of perception and yes. uh, perceptual bias and, uh, and whose reality is the reality and are they all equal or are they all separate? Are we in our own simulations that are interconnected? Um, you know, shit like that. I don't know. So yeah, I, don't know. This, I think this whole episode has been a thought experiment. Um, I think... Uh, I think that there's a great potential that we are in something similar to an, a simulation. Um, obviously, we wouldn't understand what it was. We wouldn't mm -hmm. understand the technology that allows it to happen or the being that conceived of it. Um, but then again, maybe we're just... Uh, in a similar world to ours where some 14 year old was watching YouTube videos and decided to write some code. Maybe, maybe we're all those marbles in the end of the men in black movies. Marbles. Yeah. You ever see the end of the men in black movies? How they just do that massive zoom out and then our whole fucking galaxy is a marble and then the oh. aliens are playing marbles with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we're that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're the uh, glass streak in a marble. Yeah, maybe. But, anyways, to the one listener out there, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Retweet us and tell us to tell your friends. 
tell us to tell your friends. That is yeah. what I'm saying. And again, our Twitter is at just drink about one. Uh, that's that's our handle. Uh, my handle is for Twitter. It's at the architect, uh, but with all the vowels removed. So at t h e a r c t c t. And uh, Joey, what's your handle on Twitter? You don't have social media. Well. I have the podcast Twitter. I don't have yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when Devin gets his microphone, we will do an interview of myself as to why I am so opposed to social media. Not to say the podcast. I love doing the podcast. You listeners are our life, and I love being here for you guys. But putting my own personal stuff out there, I'm a little antsy, you could say. But anyways, um, yeah, come give us, let us know what you think. Let us know what we can change. Let us know what we can improve. Should John shave his beard? I don't know. Uh, no, fuck that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so our next episode we'll, we'll do about social media. Um, stay tuned. Stay frosty, listeners, listener. And, uh, do you have anything? <laughs> thanks again. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I guess I'll plug my Instagram. It's uh, sean.boz, S-E-A-N dot B-O-Z. And... Uh, I'll also plug B-O-C? B-O-Z, like Z, like zebra. Oh, shit. I forgot to tell you. They changed the alphabet song. The what? The what? The what? They, the alphabet song. They changed the Z it. for zenith? What is Z? No, 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 no. They changed the song. So you know how it goes A, B, C, D, F, G, blah, 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 blah. The J, K, L, M, N, O, P part? Sure. Yeah, that's the, close. The... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but anyway, you know what they change it to? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, by now I've had a few. Yeah, so we're we're gonna drunk. It's okay. Yeah, uh, no, this is why you guys listen. It's a free podcast, so fuck off. Uh, <laughs> no, we love you, listeners. Yeah, um, listener, so you know, you. you know, yeah, the one. Um, do you know when you're singing the ABCs and it speeds up? Uh, um, H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P, Yeah. Well, it goes, that into, is the, it goes into the eighths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. but that that's that speed up is called a legato. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. Um, and a legato is the part of a song or a composure that speeds up really quick without a breath for air. And what they were saying was is that what they were saying is that it's hard to understand the L M N O P part. Yeah. So what they changed it to is LMNO <gasps> PQRSTUV. So what they did was they put a gap in between and they added a breath for air so you're not like LMNOP really quick. So what you're telling me is they broke up the legato. So they, there's still a legato, well, okay. but they added a rest. What I, what I believe to be is a legato. I'm no music major. I majored in uh, talking to fucking well, plants. I know this is a show without research, but uh, let's see. <laughs> You God. better not be doing fucking research. You better be watching porn right now. Oh, man. fuck, dude. I got this Pornhub porn hub up on my <laughs> computer right oh, now. Oh, yeah? What are you uh, watching? Legato. In a smooth flowing matter between notes. Yeah, between notes. It's a legato. You're right. Yeah, um, it's all eighth notes. So or even sixteenth with the quickness of it. If they're, if they're A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, <gasps> P. Yes. I don't know how that works, but... They added a rest. So now there's a legato yes. and a rest. 
So they made it more confusing. Fuck them. They're stupid. And then I've heard, and this isn't confirmed research, that Legato is confirmed research. Uh, because I found it on Breitbart News. They were talking about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, main page made, made headline news everywhere. Um, no, but what they were talking about was is that they are going to get rid of Z. Get rid of what? Z. Z? What the fuck? Z. No. This is speculate. This is I've I looked at a headline of a news article that I had didn't click into. Yeah, we don't so, do research here. Yeah, no bullshit. Um, so yes, going off mere speculation and the zero research that we do, they're getting rid of the letter C Z. Why did I say C? Man. That's Anyways. okay. Anyway, the um, fact that we're so getting email- rid of the letter Z, I think, proves that we're in a simulation. <laughs> um, email- yes. All yeah. this comes down to simulation, whether or not you really meant to eat that extra Twinkie or that cookie, or the person you married was merely just a casual hookup that turned into a long-term marriage that is set up by the 14-year-old that's playing The Sims right now. Yeah. Oh, one more note on the fact, uh, or one more note on the idea of that we're in a simulation, um, kind of in support. If you look at a lot of the recent history, also, I'd say the removal of the letter Z, uh, it, it kind of seems like a fucking 14-year-old got a hold of the controls for the simulation. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of California, like this famous person... Uh, that had no Donald. credentials. Uh, Donald mm-hmm. Trump is in the White House. Yeah, like thank the, you. Mo- the the most fucking like. Like if I go- was like, at the end game. Gold um, hair, rich character, like stupid, dumb decision happened. It it seems like like a fourteen year old was like, hmm, what's the funniest, stupidest thing I can do right now? Uh, let's see let's what make this kind of shit president. this would fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. I was at the end of the Sims game, I would make the most ridiculous characters. It's like we're we're in the stage of our simulation right now where um you're kind of just, you know, tired of the house you made, you're tired of the family uh that you're controlling and and you now just you're put just killing them off. You just yeah, you just put a rug next to the fireplace. Uh you stop washing the dishes, shit gets stinky. Um and yeah, and they just burn alive, you know. That's where we are at right now. So, uh, to our simulation lord, thank you. Um, please end it soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Take me out of it, please. Yeah, thanks. We for, figured it out. Thanks for creating a a ten thousand year uh, permanent settlement for us humans. Um, it's been a wild ride, and and thanks to our listener. Um, signing off. This is Sean. This is Joe. Have a good thanks one. For, thanks for Bye. listening. Love you. Bye. <laughs>